0: share a theme. This week's theme is Feel Good Hits of the Summer. As always, there's a wee link to the playlists in the description of the video, both on Spotify and YouTube. Follow along with us as we say track one, you listen to track one, or listen to them all before. Just listen to the tunes so you understand what the chat's about. As always, I'm joined by Katie. How are you doing, Katie?
1: I'm fine. How's things, Jim?
0: Aye, no bad. NB.
1: Good. NB. NB. As the children say. As the people say.
0: Done anything exciting this week?
1: Um. No.
0: <laughs> As to be expected.
1: Nothing much going on.
0: So you actually chose the theme this week for the I first time.
1: Not Probably not the first time. Probably chosen a theme before and you've just elected to forget about that because it's convenient. Munch. Mm. Sh- mm. mm? It's
0: almost like our contributions to the show are uneven.
1: You mean kind of like cartridge does? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So yeah, I think we probably would have been better doing this theme last week, when it was actually sunny, because now the sun's gone as soon as we started recording this.
1: It was glorious the day that I picked this theme. Mm. The sun was splitting the sky, and today is not a Tunes of the Summer day. The summer will still come, but it is not summer yet, it is still spring.
0: True that. And to be honest, everything's all a bit fucked at the moment, so let's try and stay positive. Yes. And that's what I thought we'd go for.
1: Am I allowed to say Black Lives Matter?
0: Yeah, Black Lives Fucking Matter.
1: Black Lives Matter. So. We have taken too much from the contribution of black culture to mm. not think that Black Lives Matter.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Fuck yeah. So let's move on to our first song this week.
1: Get that out of the way.
0: Whew. Hi. We needed to address that at the start. So Let the
1: people know where they stand.
0: <laughs> All Cops are bastards, Black Lives Matter. A cab First up this week is me. And I've picked Little Guitars by Van Halen. Track one. One, two, three, four! So we caveat before we start. The versions on the Spotify playlist and the YouTube playlist are different. For some reason Spotify splits the intro guitar solo off into a separate track. So that's not in the Spotify playlist, but the full version's on YouTube.
1: That's kind of a shame, because the Spanish guitar bit's the best bit.
0: Ah, no, I disagree. I, I absolutely love the actual song bit of that. Okay. I just, I think it's so sunny and so fun. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I really enjoy Van Halen's music on a kind of level where it kind of brings me up and makes me smile, because it is silly, Yeah. and the like, the whole point of Van Halen is to be a bit goofy and like totally over the fucking top. That, yeah. That story about them supporting for another band and Dave Lee Roth parachuting onto stage <laughs> is one of the funniest things I've ever fucking heard in my life.
1: He's such a fud, by the way.
0: Oh, he's such a cunt. Like, there's, there's like, no denying it.
1: I don't know very much about Van Halen, right? Because, as I've said previously, I'm not a child of parents who are interested in that kind of music. But I don't know if you've ever looked at Van Halen's Wikipedia page. <laughs> no. The picture of the band is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's like David Lee Roth with his his shirt off and then the two other older members and then just a fat child.
0: A fat child? That's a bit harsh.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm a fat child, so like he's one of my people. So I'm not, you know I'm not laying I'm not laying digs on him, but like it's probably one of the funniest images I've ever seen on Wikipedia because there's not many funny images on Wikipedia, but like <laughs> I'm just vibing with it look at that chubby Wayne
0: oh I... yeah oh god the... <laughs> Daily it's, like parents night. it's
1: like a it's like a at parents' Night
0: <laughs> we've done it, we've done well, well done Wolfgang Van Halen I think that's Wolfgang I'm here
1: for Wolfgang, yeah no that's 100% Wolfgang I'll actually check the caption
0: yeah it's Wolfgang Van Halen <laughs> thank you for corroborating that
1: <laughs> you're welcome
0: I think Van Halen's music's a lot of fun especially Dave Lee Roth era and it's yeah. it's silly and it's you know tongue in cheek and they're all wearing fucking stupid spandex and fucking diving about the stage and doing lines of coke off of every usable surface but like
1: just a big tap
0: yeah it's just so much fun the guitar in that is obviously exceptional because Eddie Van Halen at one point was one of the best guitarists going hmm the riff in this song is so fucking good and he does that thing that Tom Morello does where he has turned one of his pickups to max and one of his pickups to zero in volume and what he's doing to make the guitar sound like it's fading in and out very quickly is switching between the pickups instead of strumming Ah. so that's how he gets that kind of sound if you get what I mean where it's just like cutting out On my favourite
1: parts of this this podcast is when you do the impressions of the guitar it
0: really (laughs) is it is like like such a good little riff though, and it is like yeah. a, one of my favorite Van Halen riffs, even though it's not you know considered one of their best. I I just love it. Yeah, and I think the lyrics are stupid, but it's, they're just sunny and they just get you where you need to go with it. Totally. Van Halen are a fucking staying out though. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, I mean, uh, Dave Lee Roth tried to do that whole pop thing where he's just he's nowhere on the top.
0: But I mean, Dave off has pretty much always done that as well. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd
1: Honestly, like my Van Halen knowledge is you well. Know, he's always dark. he's
0: always wore like revealing spandex.
1: Okay. Have you? Again,
0: oh, right. I need to actually find you an image of like. No, no, it's here.
1: okay because I found a picture yeah. of Dave Learyoff. Yeah. 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 Guess what's happening? It's also going in the Discord because he looks like he looks like a rubber mask.
0: Yeah, he does. He is just a bit of a fucking. Yeah. He looks like the mask from the film The Mask.
1: It's such a vibe. Like, is that what cocaine does to you?
0: Yes, yes. Look at
1: these teeth, though. Imagine being able to buy teeth like that. I know.
0: <laughs> there's, there's an amazing interview, I think it was on Howard Stern. Like, I hate mm-hmm. Howard Stern, but I saw clips of it on some YouTube video. And it's Dave Lee Roth and the other front man of Van Halen that t- replaced mm-hmm. him. And they were doing the tour of Van Halen where they were swapping knights, taking over, like, you know, playing first and second. Okay. And they fucking hate each other. Everyone in Van Halen hates each other. They're okay, all they're right. all fucking vile human beings.
1: Even the brothers Van Halen.
0: Yes. Alright. They all fucking despise each other, can't work with each other.
1: Even Wolfgang Van Halen?
0: I think he thinks it's alright, but then like he's a kid who, you know, wasn't about in the Coke up eighties, so
1: Yeah. It's shame for him. Sorry, carry on.
0: So yeah, I think Dave Lee Roth like said something along the lines to Sammy Hagar of Imagine trying to follow me. It'd be like going from a fine caviar dinner to a pile of snot on the floor. They just fucking hate each other. It's one of the most awkward things I've ever seen.
1: I don't feel so bad about being slightly too mean to Wolfgang Van Halen now.
0: That's not Wolfgang.
1: No, I know, but like if they're all dicks...
0: I, I think Wolfgang's the innocent one, though.
1: Oh okay, fuck that's really bad Wolfgang, if you're listening, I'm really sorry yeah, can he's... I just come in can I just come in with a really hot mm. a hot piece of information I've just discovered what? Uh, Alex van Halen is a minister I oh, yeah. did his brother's wedding, and his son competed in Olympic trials for the steeplechase, which is the single most boring thing the child of a coked up rock star has ever fucking done run professionally That's not very rock and roll.
0: No, I mean, they stopped being rock and roll because they couldn't hack it anymore because they were probably up there with Motley Crue for being one of the most stupid rock and roll bands of all time.
1: I know people have a lot to say about Keith Richards, right? But that old leather handbag of a man, at least he's kept up the party lifestyle.
0: I know. I can't stand him, but I'd rather hang out with Dave Lee Roth than Keith Richards any day.
1: That's like asking, would you rather be shot in the knees or the balls? <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> As an aside before we move on, you chose the name Feel Good Hits of the Summer for this episode. I did. To me, everything I had in me not to pick the song Feel Good Hit of the Summer by Queens of the Stone Age.
1: Can I tell you a secret? What? That's where the name came from. Oh.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't, I didn't pick think
1: it. Of it. I did think of it myself. I stole it from a song.
0: Yeah, for a song called Feel Good Hit of the Summer, it doesn't really have that vibe.
1: I don't actually know the song, right?
0: It's, just, it's literally just a list of drugs
1: oh okay big vibes okay it's just nicotine, cool.
0: valium, vicodin, marijuana ecstasy and alcohol that's all the lyrics in it it's a great song it really is but does not very feel good
1: okay okay well fair enough I mean at least she chose this song which is
0: yeah happy and sunny you know
1: I, I was gonna say fueled by drugs
0: <laughs> yeah. fueled by drugs so, is a good way to be positive but
1: yeah like so it it, it sings to the same hymn sheet as feel good hit the summer
0: I was stuck between two van halen songs it was either this Mm -hmm. or it was going to be dance a night away both of which are just really sunny songs and really happy i think van halen are like something that's nice to listen to on a sunny day when you're out Mm. like in a park or at the beach just gonna lie in there with your bells because it's silly and it's in the background but it's fun yeah anyway katie yo what have you picked first
1: i've picked garden shed by tyler the creator jamie thanks for asking babe
0: that was some good shit.
1: I love that song so much.
0: That whole album, Flower Boy, does have quite a sunny vibe, and it's a very different vibe to obviously Manhale, and it's very much more of a chilled out, sunny vibe.
1: Yeah, totally. Like, I totally see this as kind of like 9, 10 at night on a summer's night around mm. a barbecue kind of track. Yeah. Around a like a a bonfire or something. Yeah. This would be my pick for like a summertime nighttime do track.
0: I have to say, I really love Tyler the Creator.
1: I loved Tyler the Creator as well, and it took me ages to get into him.
0: I heard Igor once, and I was I was in. There was no going past that. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking brilliant. I think it took yeah, a wee really like, bit longer for you.
1: It took so much longer for me. So so much longer. And we were driving down from somewhere up north, and you were playing which album it it was flower boy actually because like you turned to me in the car and you were like when was your november (laughs) was was it a person (laughs) no like you you just like you really earnestly turned to me and you were like when was your november because we were listening to november and i was like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) you fucking wheelboat totally ruined the moment you were trying to be sweet i fucked it so bad
0: It's such a good album and I love the, his style of blending all this old soul into his hip hop. Yeah, yeah,
1: totally, totally.
0: <sighs> nah, he is just an absolute genius when it comes to like mixing oh, for sure. and
1: Like a lot of his stuff is vile though.
0: Oh, his early stuff is incredibly problematic, but I think he's gone yeah. beyond that now. The last two albums, Slayer Boy and Igor have yeah. been a course correction to maybe not being so fucking terrible. I'm saying terrible is in horrible. Wolf is still a very good album despite being incredibly problematic.
1: Well, so is Goblin. Yeah. Like, they're both fucking great albums, but sometimes people do want to stab Bruno Mars and his goddamn esophagus, but maybe it's not nice to tell folk that.
0: The line following that as well is just fucking terrible.
1: Yeah. The one about Hayley Williams.
0: Yeah, and and Bob.
1: Yeah, a lot of F-stars happening there. Yeah. A lot of homophobia happening there. But then The later you go in Tyler the Creator's discography, the more he kind of hints at an exploration of sexuality.
0: Yeah, I think he just got older.
1: Yeah, but like he uses the term garçons a lot. Yeah, yeah. Which obviously is like French for boy, but yeah, there there's a lot of kind of like hiding with men motifs that happen in his work. So like, I don't know, maybe maybe (laughs) he's got something going on there. That's none of my fucking business.
0: I think also um, like his earlier stuff's more vile because he was literally fucking sixteen when he was writing it. Yeah, he, like, like he's just grown the fuck up a bit.
1: Yeah, like people are allowed to be vile. Like, let's not.
0: Uh, as long as they grow from it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, no, totally. Like I'm not saying for a second like what's that fucking DMX song?
0: Oh, I'm um, no remorse.
1: Yeah, I got blood on my
0: dick because I, I fucked, fucked the cops. The cops. <laughs> I'm nasty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nasty gentleman.
0: Um, <laughs> Even if you pass me, gentlemen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, DMX didn't get banned by Theresa May because he got blood in his dick because he fucked a
0: corpse. Tyler the creator I got banned.
1: Yeah. Specifically by Theresa May. Let's call it as we fucking see it.
0: Fuck that shit. Banning an yeah. artist from a country. Fuck Inclusive. right off.
1: Fucking ridiculous. What, what did she think was going to happen?
0: Skeletal Tory cunt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think Flower Boy as a whole is like a great album. It's a great summer album as well.
0: I see I like Flower Boy but it feels like a proto Igor if you get know what I mean. Like yeah. I think I think everything that Flower Boy does, Igor does better. Yeah. Cause Igor's a work of genius and yeah. easily the best album of last year. There's oh, no no doubt oh, about yeah. it.
1: Every time I listen to Igor I hear something that I didn't hear before and I'm like, This is so fucking good man.
0: It is like it's
1: just yeah. Dracula, Dracula, Dracula. Suck me first. I'ma get back at you.
0: <laughs> is that shit cool shit the aperture? Ha <laughs> ha 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 ha. I'ma laugh at you. White people rapping. It's so good! It is though, and it's it's the mixes for me and the tracks yeah. are just geniusly constructed.
1: He made me like Kanye West.
0: Ah uh, see, I like old Kanye. I, I know like I hate his I don't, new stuff.
1: I don't have a very rounded understanding of Kanye West music. I know I don't much like him as a person no, for like all the shit that he pulls. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he has the capacity. And fucking Kim Kardashian as well. Mm.
0: Anyway, we're she, getting too angry. She's, this an is,
1: this is, <laughs> she's an enabler.
0: This is the list about feel-good hits and we're just going on rants. Come on, let's keep this Sorry, on the up and I up.
1: I can't help it, that's who I am. I didn't realise also that Flower Boy was originally titled Scumfuck Flower Boy.
0: <laughs> That's fucking excellent.
1: It's really good, right?
0: So yeah, this is a track that you can like lay down to, and it's a bonfire at like ten at night, just watch the waves hit the shore. And...
1: Yeah, gaze into the eyes of your lover. Social distance, though. Um,
0: yeah, it's good shit. Can we kiss
1: the flower boy through our mask?
0: <laughs> can we kiss the flower boy through our computer? <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got something just as chilled out. It's is, this is the day, by the the. Track for me. I just find that really uplifting. That song.
1: It's a it's a great song. It is a lovely song.
0: It's so shelled out, but yeah, it is just so positive. And this is the day that your life will surely change. It will surely
1: change. To... Surely to goodness. <laughs>
0: It takes me back to like a time, I think I first discovered the song just when we first started uni and went into third year. And yeah, it brings me back to kind of sitting in the meadows. I know we smoke with friends and taking it easy, and it was a really positive time in my life. That was one of my Novembers.
1: Oh. As we
0: referenced back there.
1: Oh. (laughs) Uh, back.
0: That's a very nice song. I love the use of the accordion in that. Mm. gives it a kind of sea shanty folky feel to it, if you get what I mean yeah,
1: totally, yeah I do
0: but that makes it also feel like it's close to the shore for me for some reason, there's something about the accordion that I associate with the beach maybe because of yeah, fire at shanties yeah, I know why that is yeah, maybe. and stuff like that, but yeah, no, it's it's a dead sunny song
1: yeah, it really is
0: so yeah, it's before Johnny Marr joined the the, the I had to go look that up because I was like, did Johnny Marr write this? but no, he was still just a Smith at this point
1: when was Johnny Marr in The The?
0: Briefly for a period. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, sorry, I asked. <laughs> I know he was in them later. I, I'm not, I don't know The The that well. Yeah. 1988, Johnny Marr joined The The. Right, Until 2002. Right.
1: Was that just despite spite Morrissey? Uh,
0: well, it was post The Smiths.
1: So it was despite spite Morrissey?
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Good, fuck Morrissey.
0: Yeah, fuck Morrissey.
1: Yeah, no, it's a it's a really beautiful song. It is, and it seems kind of timeless as well.
0: Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's from nineteen eighty two. I think.
1: No, it doesn't. Does it?
0: It's yeah. It's ridiculous. It sounds like it could have been written five years ago.
1: Mm.
0: And again, I think it perfectly fits this like summer vibe.
1: Yeah, totally. We're going for but We're going
0: for. Apart from the Van Halen track, I think basically all the tracks on here are like chilled out summer. Yeah. I can't speak to well, this next back one because I don't know that song.
1: This back one's very like a driving in the summer track. But we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that. Later. Yeah, we'll talk
0: about it when it comes to it. But yeah, I think everyone else is quite. It's not like summer club anthem. It's not like fucking no. happy by Pharrell.
1: No. Oh no, no. <laughs> I did almost pick like it like that though.
0: What's that? The song.
1: I said I like it like the the Cardi B
0: one. Oh, that right? Yeah. God, you didn't.
1: I like that song.
0: <laughs> I think it's fine.
1: Okay, great. So who was it who got you into it? The The?
0: It was Spotify, again.
1: Oh my god, the fabled Spotify, Spotify suggests.
0: Yeah, I think it came up on one of the recommended ones. But yeah. I remember one of the first times I was hanging out with our mate, Cami Willis. Mm-hmm. He was up around my flat and he picked up the guitar. We were both just playing shit together. And he picked up the guitar and he was just like, oh yeah, this is a good song. And he started playing this and I was like, it sounds silly to say this, but I hadn't really spoken about with anyone. That I liked this song. or And I didn't really know, I hadn't ever heard anyone talk about it before. Yeah. And he started playing this, and I was like, yes, this is a fucking tune. And it was one of the first things I think we connected on.
1: Yeah, but that's great when that happens. Like when somebody plays a song, you're like, oh my god, you like that song too. I know. Because I love that song.
0: As soon as I heard it, I was like, you didn't get up this morning because you didn't go to bed, I was like, yes. This song, because I think I'd only just discovered it as well, like a couple of before, and I was like, "This fucking song!" <laughs> yeah. Aye. Yeah,
1: you know this as well.
0: The instrumentation on the track is just fucking brilliant. Like I said, that yeah. accordion, the bass synth, the, mm. the fiddle just going through it. It has this weird kind of I I can't like I can't categorize the sound because it's not electronica. It doesn't yeah. sound like Pet Shop Boys, and it doesn't sound like New Order. Yeah. But it also doesn't sound like folk stuff from that era either.
1: Yeah, I think it's new wave, but like.
0: Yeah, but like I can't name another new wave band that sounds like that.
1: No. Even no.
0: like new wave bands that use instruments like that, like Wang Chung, don't sound yeah. like that. Tears for Fears yeah, don't they... sound like that. No. Of course. they use similar instrumentation. I think it's really interesting that they're the, the, for specifically this song have captured like an absolutely unique sound. Uh huh. And utilized it so well. Yeah. Anyway, I'm thoroughly run out of things to say about that song, somehow.
1: <laughs> That's a good song. We like it. Let's, let's get by it.
0: Yeah. Katie, you're up next.
1: Yay! Okay, my next song is... Okay, it's in Spanish, so everyone has to bear with me. Que on the Guerrero by Beck. That's such a good song.
0: Mind when back was good.
1: Yes. I tragically do.
0: <laughs> that was my first time hearing that, and I really dug it.
1: It turns out it's pronounced güero.
0: Yeah, can't
1: No, like, güero. Oh, güero. Yeah, like, like, there's there's no G sound, it's a W. Yeah, I had to look it up, because no hablo espanol.
0: No hablo um, espanol.
1: <laughs> I really like güero, it's one of my favourite Beck albums.
0: Mm.
1: I think it's actually, I think it was my first Beck album. Mm. Maybe orderly was, I'm not really sure. My aunt, Mo, is really into Beck, so I always had a passing knowledge of Beck growing up. But I think this album is like, big summertime.
0: Yeah, a lot of Beck's tunes are, though. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. It's
0: that again, um, chilled out summer vibe. Like I love the little, yeah. I love the beats in his songs and the bass. I was thinking about that while that was on. It was like the bass in some of these, like all the way from like 1990 to 2005 ish. The bass in kind of hip hop albums were was just fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, totally. Like, bet grew up in LA.
0: You can tell. um
1: okay. You totally can, right? K on ahuero means "What's up, blonde boy" or "What's up, white boy." Aye. A weirdo is like a person with like blonde hair and white skin, which Mm. is Beck. He's big (laughs) Aryan. I just think the the uh, the song that comes after this on the album as well is "Girl," which I don't know if you know. Like, hey, my summer girl. No, I don't don't know Beck that
0: well.
1: Okay, well, it's another big summer track, but I love driving to this song.
0: It does give me big vibes of like you could be stoned about somewhere in the summer to this.
1: Yeah, totally. Like being in the city and listening to this song in the summer is good. It's really good.
0: But that I think that's the LA shining through in it as well. You can feel the sunshine through a lot of his music.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I really like the samples of conversations
0: Mm. in it as well. Because it does make uh, you feel like you're walking through a city.
1: Yeah, totally. The previous album, Mutations, was also kind of like Hispanic in influence. Mm. And Wero just like takes that massively up to eleven. Mm. and i just think it's probably beck's most sunshine album despite the fact that it has stuff like black tambourine and farewell ride and broken drum on it which are quite mm. sad songs jamie you may have heard black tambourine in inland empire
0: oh may i <laughs> may have may heard, have maybe i've you heard may quite have a lot of things in inland empire <laughs>
1: mayhaps maybe mayhaps but yeah it's a good sunny track it's a classic backtrack track with that drop and mm. it kind of like last third the music drops out and the samples drop in mm.
0: my favourite bit is when he shouts James Joyce
1: yeah for some reason afterwards I also believe there's someone else shouting Michael Bolton
0: <laughs> just imagine like just Ulysses bitch <laughs> that's all I could hear in my head after James Joyce yeah
1: yeah I, I, I've I, always heard it have you Michael read Bolton. The
0: Wasp Factory I'm trying to think of like other kind of like Classic, either Scottish or Irish writers. You could just drop into tracks. Have you read The Van?
1: Ian Rankin! Where are you going?
0: (laughs) Inspector Rebus is here.
1: Johanna kicks in your door. But he's wearing a kind of Hawaiian shirt, so it's summary.
0: Rebus, for people who don't know. (laughs) Yeah. It's an Edinburgh based detective.
1: Yeah, I have a lot of time for Beck, though. A Mm. lot of time for Beck. Even though his recent output's not been good. Yeah, I think he's really interesting. I think the stuff he does is really interesting. The album that came after Wero was The Information. Mm. I remember getting that when I was younger because I was like, what the fuck is this? And you open it up and you make your own cover because it comes with stickers. I always think he's doing really interesting things. He doesn't take himself too seriously, which is easily seen in his Futurama
0: episode. Can't even remember the Futurama episode he's in. Oh,
1: it's one of my favourites. It's one of my favourites. It's when Bender becomes semi-paralyzed and starts playing the washboard.
0: Oh, nice!
1: It's really good. It's really fucking good. Yeah, and Beck is extremely horny on the main, which I enjoy.
0: I've never listened to a Beck album. If I'm being honest, I've heard the singles. I
1: recommend. Yeah. Ugh,
0: I don't know if he's for me. Guy, I, sure. I It's something I wouldn't turn off, but I don't know if I'd ever put on. Sure. If I'm ever gonna put on a Beck track, it'll be "Loser" or it'll yeah. be one of the singles, because I find after a little while listening to Beck, my attention wanes. Sure. And it's good for background stuff, but I don't know if I could just sit and listen to him.
1: Oh, I could listen to Beck. I no, no, no to I, totally, Beck.
0: I totally get why as well. Yeah. Like, it's, it's good shit, but it's just maybe not for me.
1: Yeah, that's fine.
0: Next up, we have a track which is weirdly the exact same length as Que Onda Hoero. It is Pure Shores by All Saints. That's one of the best pop songs I've ever written.
1: I love that
0: fucking song so much. Without a doubt, it's fucking genius. It has this absolutely dreamy sound to it, but it's like all completely coated in sunshine. If you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's a great song.
0: From the guitar, like with the delay at the start, that kind of but I love that. It's so rhythmic, but it works in a way to just you kind know, of tip you in. It's still kind of chilled out, and then just before the first chorus kicks in, with I think it must be a keyboard or maybe a theremin. Guess it goes like a really high-pitched noise that kind of just suddenly ascends quickly, goes reem, like that, and then the pulsing bass kicks in for the chorus, like the staccato kind of bass notes going dum, dum 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 like that, and it just builds absolutely fucking brilliantly.
1: Yeah,
0: it's just it's musical magic. Whoever wrote that's a genius.
1: It's a great song.
0: It is. you could put that on like four times a row, I wouldn't be sick of it. I've never heard that song and been like, oh, I don't really feel like listening to it. Yeah, fucking love the music video for it as well
1: yeah it's very early 2000s
0: it's iconic for that time I think because it was one of the most played at that point in time and bizarrely enough I can't believe they used it to promote the Danny Boyle film The Beach which does not fit that song in the fucking slightest
1: no not even vaguely it's a very
0: fucking Danny boyle dark film
1: yeah
0: and just because it had a beach and Leo DiCaprio they're like let's put this fun kind of dreamy nice pop song over the top of it
1: be fair, that's how the beach starts.
0: Yeah, I know, but like everybody knew, oh, it's Danny Boyle, so it's going to turn at some point.
1: Yeah. Has Danny I mean,
0: Boyle ever made a film that's been nice the whole way through? No.
1: Slumdog Millionaire. No. Who was that?
0: That's Danny Boyle. That's not nice the whole way through. He gets threatened by. does he not get his legs broken in that?
1: That's yeah. I've never seen
0: it. I was going to say, yeah, you've clearly never seen it. That film goes fairly dark. I do I was Good. That's good the whole
1: way through. That's nice and light the whole way through.
0: <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Doesn't have Keith Allen's a... naked body in the first ten uh, minutes. <laughs> I like the bit
1: where Christopher Eccleston hides in the attic.
0: That's a fucking. That's great nice and movie. That's a great movie.
1: It is a great movie, but we're not talking about movies.
0: I think the music video has this weird ethereal feel to it that matches the song yeah. as well. Yeah. I think the shooting at night with night vision on the cameras really adds to it for some reason because it kind of blurs the eyes in a weird way. Yeah, it makes this video very apt for the song, which is dreamy, as yeah. we said earlier.
1: Yeah,
0: and that hook is so good.
1: Good, yeah, it's a great song. Why don't you tell the people about our favourite instance of "Take Me to the Beach"?
0: So we went on holiday up north, and I made a Snapchat back when I was still snapping some chats. That had to <laughs> it was just this song, and then when they say take me to the beach at that point i went do the beach like that and it's important to know that we were on the beach we were on the beach but katie found that the most hysterical fucking thing and it became a thing between us every time we hear this that someday at some point shouts do the beach
1: i can't listen to that song and not scream do the beach
0: do the beach
1: it would be wrong of me not to ask not to request to be taken to the beach
0: Mm. everything in that mix is so good so it's fucking good. Like the little fast picked high guitar bit is just added as extras to to really build a soundscape of dreamy beach. What a song! It is very good. Something even more sunny next, Katie. It
1: is the best summer tune of all time, don't at me. Len, feel my sunshine. I think that's probably the happiest song ever made.
0: It's just so cheerful.
1: It really is. I didn't realise it was taken from a sample of More, More, More.
0: Oh, is it? I didn't know that either. Yeah,
1: it's just a, a repeating sample of More, More, More.
0: It's a slow down. like, that's it.
1: I think so, I'm not sure. It's,
0: it's very much slowed down, I'm fairly sure. Yeah. We should hate everything about that song. Why, though? Because every individual element is fucking terrible. The white but- rapping, the weak vocals, the terrible lyrics, the beats good but that's it. But if somehow, all together it makes this fucking brilliant pop song.
1: Hey, here's the thing, though. Shut the fuck up, it's a great song.
0: <laughs> it really is, though. There's something so cheesy about it, like, you know it's not very good when you listen to it.
1: No, it's not, but imagine listening to that on a moped in the sun.
0: Imagine listening to that anywhere, because it's brilliant. Like, that's the thing, is you know when all these kind of mediocre or bad things form mm-hmm. together and they make something fucking excellent? Yeah. It's just that song.
1: Yeah, like the song "Baby Cakes."
0: I don't know that song, I'm afraid.
1: Baby Cakes, you just don't know, no. Ah, ah. yeah, you do, you do know it. Don't it's know it. Kind of it.
0: Never right. heard
1: it. Right, Jamie, Jamie, yes, you do. Never heard in my life. Knows Baby Cakes.
0: <laughs> Never heard that in my it life. It
1: was the top of the UK singles chart in August 2004
0: No idea. It's a good
1: song. No idea. You do know it.
0: <laughs> no idea. You're getting very
1: upset. I'm getting upset because it's a Bob.
0: It's very much like. Eiffel 65's "Blue." I'm blue, I'm a dee da
1: da, and dee da blue dee Yes, Or
0: Doctor Jones, or Barbie Girl uh-huh. by Aqua. It's got this bubblegum pop feel to it. Yes, but it's taken a hip hop beat and used that underneath it rather than a fucking donk. Like it usually is.
1: <laughs> and Sometimes, I go- right, let's not undermine the presence of a donk.
0: Well, donks are great, but like this gives it a more interesting vibe, and maybe why it kind of stands out a bit more than those, do. Yeah.
1: Apparently, it was inspired by "Don't You Want
0: Me." Yeah, you can hear it a bit actually in it. Yeah. In the lyrics, because it is because it has the male verse and then the female verse. Yeah. All like kind of referencing each other. Totally. It's not as good as "Don't You Want Me." <laughs> Let's, no, not. let's let's not front on that one.
1: No, absolutely not. Don't don't talk shit about you know
0: Philip Oakley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shop I love Folkley.
0: Folkley. Your old da nah, Folkley.
1: Sorry, I just got totally distracted by the fact that see Andrea True, who did more more more. Yes. Did you know that she was a hardcore porn star?
0: i oh, really no. Didn't know that.
1: Yeah, like, I didn't know that either. Good for her. Good for her.
0: Len Steal My Sunshine, one hit wonder band, but it's an absolute fucking bop, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, it is. They're Canadian as well, which I didn't know.
0: Like, you could put this on in front of anyone and they wouldn't ask you to turn it off. No, they wouldn't.
1: They wouldn't. There's not a single person who doesn't at least give it a wee bit. Steal My Sunshine (laughs) when this comes on. Like, you can't not. Steal My Sunshine.
0: I can't help but sing along to that fucking verse bit because I. The fucking white boy's voice, man. I can't. I can't hack either of their voices, but his voice in particular. I don't know what it is about it that feels so forced and fake to me, but I love it. Because it's forced and fake.
1: But I was lying
0: on the grass on Sunday morning of last week. Yeah, indulging it's like somebody... in my self-defeat.
1: Jamie, somebody's choking him while he does it. <laughs> I know.
0: It sounds like a very weak person, like possibly a toddler, is choking that man while he's trying to sing this song.
1: Yeah, he's just, he's just been drop-kicked in the tree here.
0: <laughs> it's like he's just smoking 20 fags and then they've asked him to do a sit-up and sing this song.
1: I mean, I, I wasn't with you until you said a sit-up. Yeah, absolutely, but they're <laughs> like... They're like Marlboro Reds, like they're high tar boys.
0: Aye, no, it's just American spirit.
1: Oh god, don't.
0: 20 American spirits at once, and then he's had to do a single setup up and been forced to sing Steal My Sunshine while not having his breath back yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, like he's been asked to walk up two flights of stairs and then do a setup, up and then I was lying on the ground! Maybe
0: this is why I enjoyed it so much at college and uni. Because yeah, I just maybe. related to that boy's voice. Maybe. Having to walk up flights of stairs after a 20 pack of fucking Marlboro gold. <laughs> Oh, just sweating. The song Sweet. does have a sweaty vibe to it. I have to it
1: say. does. I, I would say it has a glistening vibe.
0: Yeah, that's a more positive way of putting it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it is feel good, though. It always brings a smile to my face. Yeah. Right, my last pick next. And it was something I wasn't sure fits the moniker of feel good hits of the summer, but we'll talk about that after. It's Born of Frustration by James. <laughs> Now, I say I was swithering on that because that song has a very sunny vibe to it, a very mm-hmm. uplifting vibe to it, but the lyrics are not happy in the slightest. I suppose I mean, they, they are kind of cathartic, I guess, but.
1: Yeah, in a way.
0: In a way. This song is really joyous to me, I find, mm. and very sunny in its instrumentation. Yeah. And I, uh, it's something that I listen to get me through frustration. Mm hmm. And I think when I'm coming at the other side of it, there's this feeling that this song managed to encapsulate for me. Yeah, of, of it's
1: like, a very sunny song.
0: Of just kind of like, fuck it, you know, I'm past it, it's done. Mm. It's Yeah, it's uplifting, I think, this song.
1: Yeah, it's a very sunny song, yeah.
0: Now, I love the instrumentation in that. It's just oh, so good. James have this, like, specifically the frontman Tim something? I can't remember his second name. I don't remember. Has this inimitable style where he doesn't Mm -hmm. sing necessarily rhythmically with the rest of the band. He is just doing his own thing, and it is nearly impossible to sing and play at the same time. I find quite a lot of their stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, because he's just his lyrics are so kind of rambling and talky. If you go, I mean, they're not even talky; they're just a, a a rhythmic, and it's just hard to do while keeping a separate rhythm in your head. Sure. But I love his his actual lyrics themselves. They're brilliant. Right. Yeah. I think that's one of James's strongest points. Mm. A lot of what he's what his lyrics feel pithy, and they feel, you know, on point. Mm. The mood of the track. My personal favorite bit of that song is the kind of weak post-chorus bit. I think it's possibly the bridge of the song after the second chorus, where it kicks into a sliding a two notes on the guitar, and then he goes, all this frustration, all this frustration, who put brown round eyes on the butterfly's wings? And that bit built slowly and slowly. He's getting higher as he goes, and it ends up with him screaming, you know, for the, whoa, 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 But It's mm. just so good. Little moments of genius, like, to get the staccato vocal lines during the woes, at the kind of riff, he is literally just moving his hand in front of his mouth. Yeah to kind of go blah, 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 like that yeah, and, it's and it I mean. completely adds something to the song it's, it's he uses his voice like an instrument and yeah and that shows sadly when we saw them last year they didn't play this no
1: they didn't and that was a shame because it would have been really nice to see live
0: again I think it just feels sunny and cathartic and that was a sunny gig as well it was in it was, yeah, it, was it in was Princess nice. Street Gardens with the view of the castle in the background and it
1: yeah
0: it was such a chilled out nice gig mm. And they are good live. They just change their set every night, so you don't know what you're going to get. So yeah, <laughs> be aware of that if you're going to see them. You might not hear everything you want to hear.
1: Yes, that if that is a concern of yours, maybe just get a playlist up on YouTube.
0: Hi, <laughs> and watch them do live stuff in other places. But yeah. they are they are a good band live. Mm. What have you got to say about Born of Frustration then, Katie? It's good. Usual uh, <laughs> comment. <laughs>
1: Well, might as well make a meme of it at this point. It's good. Well, it is, it is good. Like, what more can I say that you haven't already said?
0: I don't know. That's why I'm asking. It's good. <laughs> Shall we move on to our last track of the day?
1: Let's let's move on. Let's get moving.
0: And Katie, for once, you're not going to bring us down at the end.
1: No, I'm not. I'm going to bring us so far up. Are you ready? Yes. Are you sure you're ready?
0: No. That was the wrong
1: fucking answer, bitch. It's Boys of Summer by Don Henley. Thank you. No attarities. No DJ Sammy. Don Henley. Only guy.
0: I like the DJ Sammy version as well. Shut
1: the fuck up. Don Henley.
0: I have to say though, uh, while I listened to that, there I, I just was reminded that that is the coolest. And this is, this might be fucking lame to say, but that is the coolest fucking backing track to a song I've ever heard. Okay. The music in that song is the coolest thing I've ever heard.
1: Okay, we'll have to we'll have to take register of all the cool things you've ever heard and you know quantify that. But it's,
0: I don't disagree. It's fucking slick. That's it, good. It really fucking is.
1: It's, it's like not even me trying to be funny because I've got nothing else to say and you're trying to make me say something and I don't know what to say, it's, <laughs> good. But it's good.
0: It is. Uh, it's, it's fucking good. It's the the fucking synth bed in that, with the uh, the guitar, the chorusy guitar like, sliding about all over it, and then the fucking genius of having the bass kick in a bar or like two notes I think before the vocals kick in, so you have like a slight lead in to the vocals. It's oh, brilliant it's brilliant.:
1: out with all that shit, right that I don't understand there's also the fact that it's the most driving a convertible song that's ever been
0: written: It's the most driving anything. You could literally be driving I don't know, a fucking smart car and don't talk
1: shit about my mini Cooper
0: No because I like mini Coopers You could be driving You could be driving a smart car if a scorpion stencil on not and you could be blasting out the windows and you'd still feel cool.
1: Right, no, no, no. You could be driving, I agree with you, but in real life, I have seen a Renault Clio, like one of the old style, Mm. like bubbly ones, with a massive Metallica stencil on the boot.
0: Right, that's cool, and that, but you're saying that, like, I haven't seen a smart car with a Scorpion stencil on it.
1: What the fuck have you seen that? I have seen
0: a black smart car with a Scorpion stencil when we went to go see Green Day in London one tried to give us abuse from the side of the road and we all just laughed at him because he was in a smart car with a fucking scorpion stencil on it.
1: Oh, that's really sad.
0: It was fucking great. It's
1: not nice to make fun of the elves, Jamie.
0: <laughs> to be fair, he was being a dick. So fuck that guy.
1: No, a but shitty we're... smart car. That's that's some lot in life to have. <laughs> a smart
0: car. think he thought he was some kind of gangster or something. And okay. But anyway,
1: this, this is the best song ever
0: written. It is one of them, and I know I say that like every week, but I deliberately make sure we pick tracks we're passionate about, and the song is genius.
1: I love this song so fucking like. See, when it comes on the radio and work, and not that I'm often doing something of intense value, but I always stop what I'm doing so I can listen to it.
0: It reminds me of there was an arcade that I went to as a kid in Portobello. It's not there anymore. It was the big one, and. I spent a lot of time in that arcade but it had a jukebox upstairs mm-hmm. and the jukebox had a bunch of 80s bangers on it that right. i didn't hear like again from being a child till i was like in university and then i start i heard this and i heard centerfold by jjl's band which were both in that jukebox and i was taken back to playing pool in the upstairs of that massive arcade with my dad and these songs mm-hmm. coming on and just being like these songs are fucking brilliant
1: but, like, what links to those songs that you've just mentioned is that sense of Americana.
0: Yeah. And a pool hall next to the beach is <laughs> quite Americana.
1: It's very Americana. Like, it is. It's that opening sequence of Lost Boys kind of on the boulevard kind of thing.
0: I think it's the kind of style that I most spiritually connect with having grown up at a beach.
1: Yeah. It feels more authentic than Lana Del Rey, am I allowed to say that?
0: Yeah, but then I think Lana Del Rey, up until... Mm, this is this is a controversial take that I don't know if our friend Joanna's going to like me saying. <laughs> but I don't think Lana Del Rey wrote a, con- like a convincing take on a beach song up until Norman fucking Rockwell. Oh, really? Yeah. I think Summertime Sadness is a brilliant song, but I don't think it's very beachy. It doesn't have that vibe to me.
1: But then there's that video with the chicken wearing the red dress on the beach, and... Th- that's on in the background and it does convince you. That's
0: not a beach. Is it not a beach?
1: It's no. really dark. It looks like a fucking It's beach. a
0: field, I think.
1: It looks like a beach. Down a beach. I think I do genuinely think though. Like I don't like the Eagles. I could not name you a single other Don Henley song. This is one of the best songs ever written.
0: Absolutely. And it's all a testament to how good it is that the DJ Sammy cover is still fucking great. And I do like DJ Sammy quite a lot. Purely for mm-hmm. nostalgia, well, not purely for nostalgia reasons, but partially because of nostalgia reasons. But mm-hmm. even DJ Sammy's version of the song is fucking great.
1: Yeah, but in this house we stand, Don Henley.
0: Yeah. There's would, nothing
1: wrong, DJ Sammy. There's nothing wrong with the Ataris. This is a Don Henley house.
0: I would say that the uh, DJ Sammy's version of Heaven is better than the Brian Adams song.
1: We're not talking about Brian Adams. This is a Don Henley house. Exactly,
0: because it goes to show you that Don Henley's version is still king. Because Brian Adams is shit.
1: Right, don't talk shit about Brian Adams.
0: Fucking Canadian Bruce
1: Springsteen. What was that song he did? What was that song he did
0: with L. C.? Oh, that's a good song, but that's because I'm L. C.
1: That's
0: because I'm L. C. Is it "Baby When You're Gone"?
1: Baby, when you're gone,
0: when you're gone. That's a tune.
1: It's a fucking bop. Don't talk shit about Brian Adams. We're not here for that.
0: I am. Brian Adams is shit. Apart from that song, oh, nice. and Heaven's don't alright as well. A-
1: Summer of '69.
0: No, that's overplayed, <laughs> as fuck. Oh, get
1: out! Yeah, you cannot like Boys of Summer and think that Summer of '69 is overplayed.
0: I get my fingers stained green, painted in the fading yeah. dream. Can't be honest with
1: you. My fingers bled. Was the summer '69?
0: I think that's I think true. Boys of Summer is more authentic than that song. But maybe it's because of the way that ugh, Summer 69's been co-opted by corporations and used to commodify nostalgia. Okay. And whereas Boys of Summer hasn't. So maybe that's where my issue comes from. So.
1: I mean, I would disagree, because, like, this song's been in a lot of adverts.
0: But not recently. Right, okay. And not this version, actually.
1: Who the fuck are the Hooters and why did they do a cover of it? I don't know. I just want it to be a series of owls. <laughs>
0: Imagine that. Can you ge- not imagine
1: how good that would oh, be? Imagine
0: the owls doing that synth part. Oh, that'd be amazing. That would be so good. Anyway, See, we've gone thoroughly off track.
1: A uh, series of owls covering Boys of Summer would be like that. Would be my life.
0: That song is genius. The synth bed, the guitar, the electronic drums on that track are just stolen. Like everything mm. about it is great. Go listen to it again. <laughs> it's, good. it's so good. I that wraps us up for this week. Next time, we're looking at songs featured in TV shows. So not TV themes. Songs that are in TV shows. Yes. So let us know your summer song shouts in the comments for this video. And then give us a shout on Twitter for your songs that are featured in TV shows. So we'll catch you soon. Stay safe out there.
1: Wash your hands. Black Lives Matter.
0: Black Lives Tell Matter. You what you Fuck the cops. Have a good week.